Hello. Welcome to the Internet DNA. Me, Abby. And me, Dan. This week, we're going to be talking about jobs in tech. What I do is I go around schools and I talk to them about the different types of jobs in tech because although they've grown up with techs, they're digital native, a lot of them have never really thought about the fact that we're all going to work in a tech-related job, especially as primary school children are going to be coming of job age. And they all think, I can't program, I can't do a job in technology, but there's so many different types of jobs that anything you're good at, be that great at Instagram or good at writing, are all jobs that you can have in tech. So we play top tech trumps. So I thought it'd be quite fun today just to go through a few of those jobs. And when we go through the jobs, we will talk about the type of subjects you might be good at, the type of personality you might have, how much you can earn, the secret power and your cool rating. So Dan, why don't you start with a job in tech? Project manager. Oh, let's start with the exciting one. I think probably this is one of the more exciting ones. Strangely. I mean, none of us can exist really without a project manager on a large job. So what do you think their best subject might be? What have they got to be good at to be a project manager? I actually think they've got to be good at English. And I think they need to be quite good at subjects in and around economics and philosophy and that sort of thing. Because strangely, a project management job is all about communication and understanding what is important and what is not important. The economics is you're effectively a politician and you're trying to, well, not a politician, but maybe more Whitehall, civil service type. What you're trying to do is move a project along when you have lots of people with lots of different views and you've got to be able to really understand what's important and what's not so very democratic and and likable for me the personality is organized 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 actually you you know what you've got to be a multitasker yeah you have you have to be organized but i don't think that that's your key i mean there are so many tools now for the organization of it whether you're using something like jira or get done done or thousands and thousands of tools to get you organized the actual difficulty part of project management in my opinion is man management it's actually getting people to deliver what you need to deliver at the time it needs to be delivered and i can tell you from working where i work the difference between a good project manager and a bad project manager is literally successful failure of a project yes and everyone's got to like you and feel that you have their back at all times i just want to bring up the tool thing which makes me laugh all these tools for organizing our lives and you know what i think about them i've talked about them before but only disorganized people try and use organization tools And then they have so many tools that they're trying to fill in that they forget to do their job. Organized people don't need tools. They could use a spreadsheet. They could use a bit of paper. They don't need the crutch. (laughs) So you're obviously not an organized person. Uh, Well, I'm not a project manager, (laughs) as you're probably very well aware. Yeah, yeah, I've tried to push you into that position. No, but that's it was not like my... putting a square peg in a round hole. Yeah, that's not my role. I mean, we Jira because it's tied into Bitbucket and Git and so that it integrates the whole workflow. But as you say, it doesn't matter. You could do it on a piece of paper. It doesn't matter what the tool is that you use. It's just that people who are naturally good at project management naturally will have some form of system for organizing stuff. What I'm trying to say is they're not spreadsheet mad people. Because those guys are database admins. We'll get on to that. Okay, (laughs) potential earning. Out of five, five being really good, one being not very good. Yeah, three, three and a half. You can earn a lot of money as a good project manager in big projects. Secret power. Secret power is got to be something in around politics, hasn't it? It's got to be about persuasion. A leader 
Oh, they're not meant to be leaders. They're the power behind the leader, if you think about it. You make everyone else think that they are leading and making the decisions. And you make them all feel that it is them doing the right thing and doing the best. But actually, it's you maneuvering all these people into the right position so they feel good about themselves. And there is a word, but that's quite a long description. Okay, 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 okay. So, cool rating. Cool rating. Uh, I think, uh, is this out of five again? Yeah, I'm not, gonna not gi- that cool. I'm going to give it a two. It's not the coolest job. It's probably one of the most important jobs, but it's not the coolest job. Okay, I'm going to say the next job, systems administration. And I'm only saying this because I just love the word, sysadmin. Is he what not is called sysops? Oh, we've got a sysop. A sysop. <laughs> so they're called sysops in my company, which is... You a sysop? No, because I'm head of infrastructure. I manage both sysops and devops. What is a sysop? A sysops are people who run servers. They manage servers. They manage the optimization of networks. They do routings. All the underlying technology that everybody's going to work on. Gosh, yeah. so what have they got to be good at? Oh, wow. These guys, for me, they're the real tech guys. You need to be good at maths. You need to really like things like engineering, electronics. You have to have a really good understanding of operating systems. I'm and going to a use passion the word... for the nitty-gritty detail. Yeah, and really... These are the people, and I'm going to get clouded over the head, but these are the people that would happily sit in a dark, purring whirring room all day just tinkering these are your old school geeks basically and we just like to say old school geeks we really like you even though you've got a really stupid name i love old school geeks (laughs) yeah (laughs) you wait till they get their cool rating (laughs) (laughs) well actually that's quite interesting let's do cool rating because nerds and geeks used to be really uncool and now they're super cool and when they got super cool, they thought, okay, we've got to exercise a bit. So they're hot and cool. At the same time, I'd give them a four and a half. So for me, it's the fact that these type of people are really usually very interesting. Because of the types of person that they are, they've often got very unusual interests. And obviously, we can go, oh, Dungeons and Dragons. But actually, <laughs> you know, if you want to learn some really odd stuff about some really odd subjects. It's you not know, just Dungeons and Dragons. It's battle reenactment. Yeah, or cosplay. cosplay. Any of cosplay is when you dress up as a game character and go to a convention and go and meet lots of Pikachus and Harley Quinns and all sorts of really, really get into it. Go to Comic Con or something like that. It's yeah. full of these cosplay characters. Do you um, know, in Japan, every weekend in Tokyo, they all dress up like they've been injured in war. And then lots of doctors and nurses and people in bandages and blood, and they all go and hang out in the park all day. When you say they all, <laughs> what all are we talking about? Well, the ones that aren't shopping in Shinjuku, I Okay, guess. right, I guess. Okay. Park. So it's many. a long time since I was there, but there were a lot of people in the park. Okay. And they were all covered in blood. I've known ones who've been really interested in Civil War reenactment, for example, which is not a thing that you think you'd get into. Some of them are into mountain biking, but they're into it in a particular way. And so I always really like them. Because okay, so find personality, quite introverted, quite intense. Quite intense, yeah. Very, generally. very clever. Yeah, but that quiet sort of tech cleverness, knowledgeable, very knowledgeable. knowledgeable yeah, and you'll be able to ask some questions about any subject, and they will mm. generally have quite a wide knowledge of it, and it could be a yeah. really obscure subject. Yeah, like uh, armour thickness of World War Two tanks. Cameras yeah. might be one, and I feel like I'm being rude here. I'm not. I'm generally in awe yeah. of these guys and think yeah. they're amazing. Okay. Cool rating. I think I just did that, didn't I? Yeah, with four and a half. We like them. (laughs) 
secret power is knowledge. And bend spoons just with their brain. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. Okay, your turn. I'm going to love this one. Web designers. <laughs> really dull, <laughs> to a penny. Can't get rid of them. They're all over the place. They're like the acceptable face. But, but actually, do you know what? The funny thing about web designers is that they're really hard to stereotype because they're not like in the early 2000s where they were all snowboarding 24-somethings. There's such a big range of them now. The thing with a web designer is there's so many actual subcategories that you could be. Yeah, but I'm I mean, talking about the general web designer, maybe front-end coder. That, you're talking about the unicorn, the person that does everything. You could be a user interface designer. Yeah. You could be a designer that builds websites on platforms such as WordPress, uh, Shopify. You could be a user experience designer, so you're designing the experience. You could be an interaction designer, so you're designing the transitions, the unicorn. Yeah, really let's cool. talk about you. You kind of do all of it. Yeah? yeah. No one would say you're a UX specialist. Yeah, no. that's not because you don't do no, UX. I quite like them too, but... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your design ability is quite broad. Rather than very specialised, yeah? Because yes. if I wanted to talk about a UX designer, I would be very specific about that. I'm talking about your general garden web designer. <laughs> Common or garden web designer. Yeah, your lesser spotted web designer. Okay, so subjects. They're probably were quite good at art. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be fine art. It could be design. It could be sort of spatial awareness, actually, more than fine art. So it will be creative in some manner. You see, a lot of designers, I think, that really is their area of expertise. But others, when they start getting into the coding side and things, possibly maths, English. I think really, as you said, it's spatial awareness makes a great designer. I appreciate great design, and I know it when I see it, but I have no idea... I mean, I know the rules that you do, but it's that beyond the rules, it's the taking the rules and then deconstructing them that actually makes you into a great designer. So, Thanks. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> I think anybody who sees a skill that they don't have as special. Do you see what I mean? Oh, thanks for just, like, getting rid of that. Please. Yeah, it's fine. Just... <laughs> for a moment, I felt really good. Okay, yeah. our personality. Personality is quite difficult. I would say that we were gregarious, quite outdoorsy. We're not introverted. Quite the social bods in the yeah. team. And generally quite fashionable, quite sociable. You funny. require that knowledge. Funny. You require Really funny. Yeah. Most designers <laughs> actually are quite funny. I mean, not beautiful. all of them, obviously. I think we're all beautiful. Oh, <laughs> I'm not. So, You're um, not a designer. <laughs> exactly. But what I'm saying is actually that common or garden design is quite a difficult thing to pigeonhole because actually different types of designers and you need that range otherwise everything would just look like a nissan micro yes exactly you do need ability the want to explore and yeah. try new things yeah and the curiousness so when you say fashionable and stuff i'm not fashionable but it's the want to try things and... interested in fashion not in fashion like this season but interested in clothes and how you put them together in anything that is design visual yeah i want to know more about cultural creative side of things okay secret power secret power wow of a designer expression good potential learning i'd say probably it's not as great as data heads and stuff i'd say 
Three? I think designers span, don't they? So you could be anything from a two to four. But yeah, three is an average. You start low, but you have a long career path as a designer to get up yeah. to art director. And you should not try and shortcut it. I think it's something very much like DevOps or being a developer. It's not a job where you should try and be senior too early because you will miss a huge amount of the learning early on. That's interesting, actually. Experience counts for so much. And until you have the experience, well, like anything, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. A lot of a designer's work is translation and also communication. So you're translating what your client needs and you're communicating what their users need. And actually, I'm going to change their special power to empathy because actually, I think if you're a really good designer, what you understand is what other people are wanting from things. A cool rating. <sighs> Six out of five. Uh, I'm going to give them a three. I'm going to give us, me, a four. Uh, yeah. You know, some will be five, obviously, but <laughs> I think on average. I think the thing about web design is that it used to be very cool because it was much more frontier, much more the Wild West, an unusual job and commanded a relatively inflated wage for the skill level just because they were new skills. I think it's become a lot more normal now and therefore i think the wages have and in some ways the coolness has waned slightly oh, we all got old that's the thing yeah i know you could never find an old web designer because the web wasn't old yeah exactly and so they were all young snowboarding earning a little bit too much and that gave rise to that look that actually was never true but that idea that they were all sitting on their laptops up a mountain okay so actually i'm going to do marketeers because i'm going to get away from something that's really sort of techie based right you know digital marketing social marketing offline marketing even there's someone that is really good at being able to market yeah products so their best subject oh wow so i don't know if they have a subject because i I think think they're quite good at shopping they're just like the social bees if you know what i mean so yeah, I don't think really any sad. subject. People want to be with them. Yeah. Make friends easily, chat easily, easy talkers, because that world is so much built up on... Relationships. Yeah. I mean, you have to be reasonably good at maths, let's put it that way, because it is about sales at the end of the day. It's a funnel to sales, so you need to understand efficiency and budgeting and that sort of stuff. But the real part of it is a sort of a social empathy and understanding what resonates with people what are people's pain points well i so- think this is the person that just is great at going out for a, a drink down the pub or a girls mm. night or a shopping trip and just literally getting everyone talking about whether it's the latest netflix rom-com or whether it's the latest new chili bottle they can get yeah. a whole group of people all chatting about the same thing really easy it's the water cooler yeah leader. A lot of marketing, as you know, is effectively cold calling. It's talking to people you've never spoken to before. I mean, when I say cold calling, I don't mean you're actually on the phone because does anyone use a phone anymore? But it's that whole, how do we create a relationship quite quickly so that I can gauge what you're interested in? How do I understand people in terms of segments, like what types of people like different types of things? And so I think marketing is a really interesting job. I think a lot of the day-to-day parts of it are really boring because if we talk about marketing, it's advertising, let's be honest. Well, that's what I thought you were missing. Marketing is coming up with campaigns that help 
to improve the brand. Marketing is about yeah, and it, it, carrying it out social media, getting influencers involved. It's very creative. To me, it yes. sits right next door to design. Yeah, it does. It's the transition point. What you between... were saying about cold calling and stuff, to me, that's more on the sales side. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that it's the transition point to sale. I mean, marketing is the funnel to sale. And most people, smaller companies, will call that role sales and marketing because marketing is basically the drumming up of interest to find leads. That's its essential point. It's basically about how do you and find... create loyalty. Yeah. How do you find and attract people to you that would be interested in your product that is what it is about uh, it's real nugget but there's a lot of creativity and interest because you're going to get into sociology you're going to get into psychology so all of those type of sciences are also really interesting you had a degree in anthropology or yeah sociology or, or even like, like linguistics any of those sort of social social yeah. science yes a really good background for it and also yeah. i think the secret power here is the ability to network, the ability yeah. to everyone knows you by the time an evening's finished at a party and that they know they're yeah. going to enjoy talking to you another time. You've got a vivacious personality, attractive yes. personality. Exactly. Cool rating? Cool rating. I think they are a four if they do it well. Hopefully we're talking about good examples of these people because otherwise their cool ratings are always one. Okay, we've got time for one more. I think we should do this again next week because there's so many more jobs we haven't even touched on, but we've got time for one more before we go and put our bets down on the Grand National. Are you going to be betting on the Grand National? Oh, uh, it's company sweepstakes, isn't it? I work in a, in a company. <laughs> so who have you got? I don't know, some 50 to 1 outside, never going to happen. I mean, it's sweepstakes, isn't it? I don't take any notice of it. Someone just came around and relieved me of five pounds, and that's basically the way I looked at it. So... <laughs> I love doing sweepstakes, but I'm here with my children and I'm not going to do it because I know that one child will just be really upset if she doesn't win. Even if my horse wins, I'll end up having to pretend that her horse wins. So anyway. I'm going to give you, because we've done yours, so we're going to do mine, which is yeah. Solutions Architect, which is my role, basically. Okay, which... so what is a Solutions Architect? Solutions Architect is someone who designs full systems. Everything from interacting with sysops to get networks and servers set up in the correct way, how you're going to build websites, what microservices you're going to use, how everything interacts together as a full system. Yeah. Uh, so you're part of the sissy team. I am, yeah. I sit directly. the leader of the sissy team. I literally sit below the CTO. So I am the, basically, implementation of all things that have lights on them basically but everything so what software do people run how does that interact with some of the hardware that we run how do we connect to web servers how does devops work how does sysops work what are the core principles of what we're trying to achieve and so it's an ideas thing so you basically come up with an idea and then you work each detail of that idea to make sure that it all works together yeah uh, that's what i'd say it's very logical very out of the box thinking you've got to yeah. solve problems yeah that you haven't had yet yeah so you've got to think of a solution that may not even exist you've got to think of a solution to something that isn't yet so we're planning our architecture for the next five years now god knows what's going to be going on in the next five years so a you have to read a lot about the industry you have to know what's going on what are people talking about now that may become things and watch stuff, what technologies are likely to become 
the winners in two or three years time so there's a lot of research that has to be done and then there's a lot of creative problem solving going on and not only the sort of blue sky the big idea but also then drilling down to make sure that that is actually even possible yeah or economic because you've got to think about the money as well most of my job is about not most of it is about budgeting but a large proportion of mine is saying this is solution a and these are the benefits these are the disadvantages and this is the cost implications and then i'll go and this is solution b which is my preferred option and do you see what i mean and the following and i prefer it because of x y and z and you do a lot of presenting of stuff not only to people above you but also you know i have to present this now to a dev team so that they actually build what I want them to build. It's a lot of articulating principles and ideas. So what's your best subject? I mean, I was into maths and physics when I was at school. You need to want to read. You must read every day, all the time. Got to be literally interested in just the tech world. You are very knowledgeable, I'd have to say. And perhaps your secret power is problem solving in this case. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your potential learning? Oh, well, <laughs> How much do you earn? <laughs> um, potential learning. And a thing about my role is a lot of it is to do with certification. For example, cloud infrastructure. You really have to understand in the modern world how it all works together. I don't have to be able to actually do it, but I have to understand how it works together. I would say your potential are. earnings are pretty high. Yeah, they are. They are. Because I haven't fully leveraged that yet. Is yeah. CTO, and so yeah. you're getting up to five. How cool do you think you are? I think it's a cool job. I don't think I personally are very cool at all. <laughs> okay, I don't think it's a cool job, but I think you're cool. <laughs> okay, well there you go. <laughs> so that, mate, we've got to go. All right. Uh, I've enjoyed that. That's been yeah. quite a lot of fun. Yeah. Let's carry that on. Uh, so I should say goodbye for now. And that's goodbye from me. Bye. Bye. <laughs>